Greetings and salutations and uh, all you Balkaholics that are in Guzak Natics that are listening tonight. No Rob, no Bryce. Uh, we're going to have to do the show without our producer and mutual friend and my best friend and uh, audio engineer. As we are recording this, this will be live uh, at some point, I would imagine... Um, this weekend, I don't know exactly when, but we'll get it live uh, with some technical difficulties with Blog Talk Radio. Uh, so we're going to be scheduled both Scott Kobe and Michael Nazareth. They won't be on this week, but they will be on, well, I shouldn't say they won't be on this Friday, this past Friday, uh, but we'll get them on an extra special show this week uh, to make sure that we uh, give them their due. In any event, I'm your slightly above average host, Eric Balkman. My co-host is the patron saint of fantasy football, the diesel, Dave Gozak. Uh, if you want to connect with us on Twitter, at HSF at Eric Balkman at David Gozak, Facebook.com slash HSFFR as well. And if you want to email us, highstakesfantasyfootball at gmail.com. We'll get to all those emails uh, that we get in from you, uh, not this week, but in future weeks for sure. Um, so this is going to be kind of a catch-all show tonight. First of all, Dave, welcome. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I am, uh, was better about 20 minutes ago maybe 25 minutes ago, but we'll make two. So I think, um, you know, we're in the throes of drafting season right now. And uh, I do want to remind everybody that um, if you are already signed up for the FFPC main event, don't be afraid to pick up additional teams since you're going to get $400 off each one of those. The live main event drafts start a week from today. We're recording this on the 14th. Uh, they start August 21st. The slow mains are already going on right now. And Dave, it's uh, it's going to be tough to, to sell out the main event this year, which uh, means if, if, you were, or if you are not in at all yet, it's a perfect time to jump in. Yeah, we're just kind of, at this point, we're just trying to match last year's numbers, which is 2,400 teams that we're still, I think we're about 1,100 plus away from that right now. So it's going to be, uh, it'll be a challenge. You know, the COVID thing has been a uh, you know, it's been a bit of a rough thing for our fantasy companies. Uh, but really, I mean, the you know, prizes actually went up from last year, so uh, it, this is the best year to play the main event. Yeah, guaranteed prize pool as well, so no matter how, how many teams are not changing our prizes, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, all right, so uh, the other thing I should bring up, too, is if you um, are not interested in the main event but you still want to play FFPC, don't forget about the Football Guys Players Championship. That grand prize got doubled to $500,000, uh, a $3 million-plus prize pool there. It's the largest one we've ever had. The tournament, uh, tournament attorney is underway. Don't forget to hop in the super bracket as well. And, of course, the class 12-team leagues, best ball slims, best balls, Terminator satellites, all available at myffpc.com. Do we have a date when we would cut off or, or maybe, I don't even know if this is a possibility, but do live dynasty drafts, dynasty startups? Uh, we... Have not scheduled any yet, but we might do some. Okay, all right, and and um, the dynasty startups are still going strong right now, everybody. So it's not too late if you're trying to get into uh, a uh, dynasty startup league for uh, for this year. All right, so I want to just, like I said, just kind of turn this all into a grab bag tonight, Dave, and, and we'll just see kind of what. Um, trips your trigger here um all sorts of stuff all sorts of stuff indeed we'll get into a bunch of stuff deshaun hamilton you remember that guy is he still in the uh, is he still in the xfl no he's still with denver canada the the third round pick rookie xfl in canada which isn't playing no did you see uh the xfl um yeah yeah, and it sounds like they're gonna have a um a league next season because yeah i mean i don't know about that but we'll, we'll see what happens um no deshaun hamilton's still with denver and this is interesting today friday dave deshaun hamilton was actually working with the starters um this is interesting because 
they have Jerry Judy, they have KJ Hamler. Is this just a matter of the veterans getting work, or um, are you concerned that maybe well, I, I you never were a big Hamler guy? Um, are you concerned that Judy might get off to a slow start? Um, no, I'm not really that concerned at all. I mean, there's been a few surprises about Judy's route running. Uh, I think that you're just being, you know, kind and generous to Hamilton. He's, I just, Hamilton's just a guy. So okay. All right. That's my opinion. What do you think of Hamilton? Um, I, I don't even think he's good enough to be a, just a guy. I think he's worse than just a guy, quite frankly. Um, moving on to uh, San Francisco, Dave. Uh, our old friend Jordan Reed, uh, a whipping boy on this show of sorts over over years, has uh, signed a one-year, one million dollar contract, and the deal is also going to include seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in incentives. Now, people are soaking first-round picks into George Kittle. Is there any um, value in adding Jordan Reed as a handcuff late, given that he's he's free in drafts? Um, yeah, it's not, not, not the worst idea in the world. I mean, I can't stand it. I just think, you know, Jordan Reed, I think there's nothing to him. But, right, yeah. you know, if he's if he's on the bench and Kittle does actually get hurt, you know, by definition, Reed hopefully should be healthy at that you point. You would think. Yeah. He might get a few weeks out of him or more. And, uh, yeah, he, he has some talent. So, Take, I guess he's really cheap. So yeah, He's really cheap. And, and that's what I wanted to ask you, how cheap he is right now. He is currently going uh, over the last four days in the Football Guys Players Championship. Shout out to Darren Armani, Fantasy Mojo. We get all our FFPC uh, ADP data. Uh, fill in the blank, Dave. Jordan Reed is going in the blank round right now. Is this basketball? Uh, this is football, guys. Okay. Uh, 20th? 16th. Oh. He's moved up to the 16th. He's in the world. Dude, he's going ahead of Dawson Knox. I, uh, I, I don't get it. I do think that's a mistake. I, I, it makes no sense. He's, he's right after Tyler Eifert. Boy, Apollo, that pairing, too, Eifert and Reed, um, in an in a all-injury off. Uh, and then Will Disley is going right next to him as well, which I just is. Um, yeah, Dawson Knox. Why is everybody hating Dawson Knox? Um, I'm not sure. I think the Patriots are hating on Sony Michelle. Do you want to know why I think this? Uh, because they signed Lamar Miller, a one-year, one point oh five million dollar contract, two hundred thousand dollars in guarantees, and a million and a half uh, available in "quote unquote" achievable incentives. A million bucks of him? Yes, for one year. It's pretty good. I mean, it's pretty good for you know Lamar Miller is a solid back. Now he may not make the team either. No, I know it's possible he doesn't right. make the team, but I mean, it's a, you know a pretty solid deal for New England just to see what he's still got left. All right, so let's talk about the, the fallout here for the other Patriots running backs. Number one, you want to severely concerned if you want to Sonny Michelle in any kind of, um, like, top, like, if he's like your number three running back or something like that. Right. you got to be concerned right now about this foot injury. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and he probably starts the yard pop right. It seemingly seems that way. What does this mean for Damian Harris, who we're kind of excited? Well, I, I think I was more excited about him than you were. You kind of um, brought me back down to earth on him. Well, yeah, so he did nothing last year, which is bad. Hardly got in the game. Yeah. 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 Um, what does it do for Damian Harris? I mean, I think it, you have to you have to throw a little caution there because Lamar Miller is a legitimate NFL running back. He's yeah. averaged over four yards a carry. He's that had over a thousand, you know, a thousand yards a number of seasons, and uh, the team. At least, I mean, he has a body of work. You know, Dan yes. Harris does not. I'm curious just to see. Uh, do you have any ADP data on Lamar Miller, or is it too early? Kind of. I don't think. I don't think it's necessarily too. Early. When did they sign? It was Wednesday, right? I think so. I yeah. Mean, if you just do the last 24 hours. Or... I mean, 16:06 is is where he's going on average as running back 65, but the highest he's gone over the last four days is 11:06. Mm-hmm. So he's being drafted there. Damian Harris, his ADP. Um, twelve oh seven, running back fifty two. I do think it'd be interesting 
if you're if you want to if you're doing a zero uh, RB, or even if you just are looking at running backs, and you feel like you're able to dedicate two picks to it, and you're at the end, you could take the 11, 12, 12, 01, or 12, 12, 13, 01. If let's say, or you know, 11, 12, 12, whatever. Yep. Um, if if uh, Lamar Miller in basketball, you're talking about. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. actually, no. Even in football, guys, really, even in football. Uh, take a shot at both those guys. All you're, all you're wondering is if Sonny Michelle doesn't do anything. But you still take a ten with James White, though, I suppose. And uh, Rex Burkhead. Yeah, who's, sure. Who's, you know, so, whole thing. That, yeah, exactly. So this is the issue, though, with these Patriots running backs. Is all of a sudden we're back into. It's always the same thing. We, we don't. We don't know. You know, we just don't. Know. James White's the one. The one to take. James White is the one to take. You want to guess which round he's going in? Uh, six, seven, or five. I don't think it's that high. You think it's that high? Was what, football guys? Yeah. I'm guessing 705. I don't know. Oh, 705! Really? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, running back 32 over the last four days, he's the 705. I did not realize he was. He's actually going. I don't have it up. Yeah, no, yep, that's totally legit. That was a legit uh, guess by Bob. Maybe I wasn't even a guess. Um, it was a guess. I don't have any idea. Okay, how about this? The, guy, the running back that's going right after him, and I don't know how much we'll get into him tonight with, with news that's going around. Antonio Gibson. Um, wow. So, I don't know if you, you probably don't listen to it, but um, Jordan McNamara uh, and Chad Parsons host the Football Guys Dynasty show. It's, you know, their Dynasty um, podcast. I know it's weird for me to say this because if we're doing you know, is it any good? Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's very informative. These guys great. Yeah, and they, yeah. And they do I, talk about FFPC Dynasty. They're in an FFP. I think they're in FFPC Pose versus Joe's Dynasty. Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. I mean, I know. You wouldn't want to lie, but actually you seem like that was a real response. Yeah. Because you uh, actually like it. Well, you know, okay, so I'll tell you just a funny story here about Jordan McNamara. Um, before one of the pros versus Joe's drafts, uh, a couple of weeks, I think it was in batch two or week two, Henry Moody was talking to um, um, Shane Allen in the chat room, and he was saying, um, you know, I can't believe John McNamara said Clyde edwards helaire is number 11 rookie running back this year. And I was like, oh, my God, number 11 rookie running back? I can't even believe there's 10 running backs being drafted. Wait, you're taking DJ Dallas over 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 Clyde edwards helaire And I was like, I got to listen to this podcast. So then I got a chance to listen to it, and I was backed up, so I actually just listened to it yesterday. Um John McNamara, he's his number 11 running back. But in startup leagues, not in rookie leagues. So he doesn't necessarily like him that much in, in a dynasty startup, but he's, he's on its start. Number 11 overall running back. Overall running back, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So then I was like, okay, well, this makes a lot more sense. <laughs> anyway, um, where was I going with this? What were we just talking about? We were talking about um, uh, John McNamara, Chad Parsons, or something. That, running back. Yeah, yeah, and it was the Patriots. And I can't, ah, damn it, this is. It was, at, it was after James White, the running back going right after James White. Yeah. Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson, thank you. So Chad yeah. Parsons made yeah, the yeah, joke. Bucky. Yes, after uh, Chad Parsons made the joke that after Damian Williams opted out, and everybody said, oh, Clyde Edwards there is the 101 in, like, mm-hmm. draft, like right. football guys. Yeah. Jokingly, well, or not jokingly for some people. Um, then you had the Darius Geis uh, release, and he's like, okay, now Antonio Gibson's the, the new 101. And there's been a lot of excitement over Antonio Gibson in football guys leagues. And he's, as, as I just pointed out, he's going right after James White as far as running backs go, running back 33. How do you sort of stand in on, on this uh, Washington situation? And I'll tell you this right now. We're on Gibson. 
Um, there was a report uh, today that Bryce Love has actually been looking really good in training camp so far. And they still have Peyton Barber and Adrian Peterson there as well. Uh, none of these guys are, are all that expensive, although Gibson is now an eighth-round pick. Uh, yeah, so he's an eighth-round pick. Where is Jordan Love falling? Jordan Love. Um, I was thinking of something else up, and that's okay. You're going to whine a second. He's gone as high as the 13th round, Dave, but he's a 16th round pick. Interesting. So what was, the, what was your question to me again? My question is, who do I like in this Washington backfield? So is it Gibson in the 8th round? Is that who you'd want to put a chip behind? Would you want to just see what happens with one of these later on guys? I'll tell you what, not who I don't like is Peterson and Barber. Yeah, I think I might... I know that there's going to there's first of all the offense is still not all that great. No, you know? it's not. Um, so I, I think if I avoided it altogether, you know, like let's just say this: if I avoided the Redskins and the Patriots altogether, right? How bad is all that? I, and I just avoided like nine running backs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, you know, nine situation. Granted, the Patriots might be decent. They, you know, might not be. Who knows? Uh, but what's the ceiling for any of these guys? You know what I mean? Well, I mean that is the question. I mean, right. so what's the ceiling for James White? The ceiling is a top, as honestly a top twelve running back. Yeah. So, I mean, James White. That's different. Yeah, I, I think he's the one. But I mean, Antonio Gibson. That's his technical ceiling. But is it? How likely is it? I just, I think that less than ten percent chance. Yeah, I think. In, it, I think you're still spending a pretty. Fairly pricey pick um, on on him, and I, you know, to, to him that given his limited experience at that in that role, to try and beat out Adrian Peterson, who's he was a Hall of Fame running back. Granted, he's super old, but right. it's just not quite that easy. You know what I mean? Right. I, I still think AP's going to get some, going to get his. All right, so let me throw this at you, Washington. They're not good. They're playing against some good teams in that division in Philadelphia and Dallas. Um, as the season goes on, you got to believe that they will be developing talent for next year. What's and this is what Chad Parsons pointed out too. He's like, what's the point of hammering Adrian Peterson fifteen to eighteen times a game when you want to see what you have in Antonio Gibson? And quite frankly, we want to see what you have in Bryce Love too. Well, that's all, I mean, that's totally accurate. I mean, that's still- why I'm ignoring Peterson. But I, it sounds like you are too. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not all that interested in him, but. Um... I still, th- I mean, I still think Gibson's not. He's not cheap, but I mean, it's, I, I get it. I get the argument right. for him. Um, and there's thirty-two the running backs going in front of him. It's not like he's being drafted as like a top twenty guy right when now. When is he? Which is running back thirty-three? Which is right. So again, I would much prefer James White. I mean, because that's right where he gets picked, right? White's running back thirty-two. What's who's thirty-four, thirty-five? Uh, I can bring that up right now for you, Dave, because that's the type of host I am. Um, okay, so it is going to be. Well, actually, while you're looking at Matt Breida. Okay. Instead of that, go ahead. Marlon Mack. All right. Terry Cohen. 34, 35, 36. You know, I think actually, oddly enough, Gibson might be right. That might be right where I start okay. taking Gibson. All right. So I got a lot like myself some Matt Breida. I got a Twitter poll for you. All right, go ahead. From Drake Jordan, who's also oh, Dynasty. Yeah, versus he's Jordan. great. Uh, only in parentheses, high stakes Dynasty. Yes, he's at Dynasty Champ 1. <laughs> uh, which running back handcuff is the most overpriced this year? Then the choices are Tony Pollard, okay. Carry on Johnson, yep. or Todd Gurley. <laughs> <laughs> and Todd Gurley, Todd Gurley wins. Oh, shock. That's uh, unbelievable. 67 percent of the people. That is good stuff. Very funny. Um, what about Todd Gurley? 
right now because you know there's a work is limping their scaling his workload back yeah. um and granted you know it's he's a veteran he, i don't know how much he needs to get ready but now you're talking about weighing the positives versus the negatives dave and this is a 304 pick right now yeah. that, that we have to take early uh you want to do a quick would you rather with todd Gurley? sure and i'm you know i'm those things do matter to me by the way that news does matter so i have to Oh, tell us why it matters. Well, I mean, obviously, if he's limping, uh, that's not so good. But, uh, however, you know, last year, actually, Ty Gurley was still in the top 10 running backs. There was a, there's some article I read in Explosive Plays, actually. Mm. He ranked right with, like, Christian McCaffrey for the number of explosive plays, which were, I think it was plays where he was running faster than 15 miles an hour, and he gained 20 yards or more, and oh, he had to have a certain number of them or something yeah. like that. But he still hit that, you know, even with a terrible offensive line. Uh, so is that, you know, even if he's limping around, I mean, you know, between me and you, what do we care when he's limping around when he's not on the field? But if he's on the field and he's busting off big runs, that, that's, that's, that's all, that's all fine, fine and good for us. Yeah. It's not like arthritis is like, um, you know, it's got kind of like a pain management thing, right? I mean, it's not, you know, pain tolerance or, you know, you take your, you know, six ibuprofen before the game or whatever, you know, whatever painkillers he wants to take. It's not like you, you don't have arthritis, do you? Uh, I suppose they have a little bit of my left shoulder. So do you notice range of motion with your shoulder then? But that was that's why it's surgery, and that's the range of motion is not from arthritis. It's from the surgery, surgery yeah. Okay. But I mean, I I do bench press and stuff like that. I don't have a problem right. with with supposedly. I'm just I kind of cast out the arthritis. I'm not right. running back. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I just was trying to find an example there. Yeah. Um, okay. Would you, yeah. Would you rather have Todd Guy or I, I? I'm almost confident in calling him your boy at this point, James Connor. My boy. Yeah. I mean, it seems like you like him a lot better than I do. I do like him better than you do, but um, hmm. I think I'm taking Gurley. <laughs> so I guess he's not your boy anymore. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm overrating this injury thing, but this has me spooked in the third round. This isn't the eighth round pick. This isn't the ninth round pick. This is a third round pick. You got to kind of get this right. Um, and, and you know, Connor has. He's dealt with his issues before. I have a guy, a point guard on my on my rec league basketball team, which I think we forgot what we all look like since we haven't been able to play. Um, you guys haven't played? We haven't played forever. No. There's, uh, there's, there's no legs. Yeah. yeah, I guess. There's a... There's a um, you guys mask up? Well, there's a, um, there's a renegade league that's going on at one of the local YMCA's outdoors, but it starts at 6 in the morning, and I can't get out and play Early. Yeah, um, no, playing outdoors, I think, is relatively safe. Right. Um, anyway, um, so our point guard, he plays fantasy football, too. I think he actually plays FFPC. And he told me, he threw his phone when we play on Sunday nights um, during the season, the NFL season. They threw his phone down at halftime during one of our games. And I was like, what happened? He's like, I have never drafted James Conner again because he, <laughs> he drafted James Conner, like, back-to-back years. And the thing with Conner is, he was like the king of leaving games early. You know, he had that's right. He had the first way, or second. And he had be a shot, or be, you know, something else, or, yeah. and he just got so frustrated it was with like it. It's like the anti Frank Gore. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it really, it really was. That said, I'm still, I think, I think I'm still taking, that Pittsburgh offensive line is pretty good. There's no real competition. I guess there's no real competition behind Gurley either. I think I'd lean towards Connor there. Now, ask me tomorrow, I might say Gurley, but I think I'm going to lean towards Connor right. right now. Okay, Ty Gurley or Melvin Gordon? Um, Gurley. I think I agree. Yep. Ty Gurley or Leonard Fournette? Um, 
I think I'm taking Fournette there. I'm not taking Gurley. I just I like the offense a lot better in Atlanta. I know the risk involved. Um, Todd, I like Fournette in the contract year, and I, I think he's. I still think he's kind of underrated. But I, I think he's underrated too. Also, the Jaguars organization. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Todd Gurley or Le'Veon Bell? I know you like Bell this year. I do like Bell actually. I mean, he's lost weight. He's lean. He's in good shape. The team kind of blows. <laughs> Coaching staff. Gavin Gates is the worst. Offensive uh, line's not much better. I'll take Gurley. I would say, yeah. I'm going to go the other way here. Todd Gurley or Aaron Jones? Aaron Jones. I agree. Todd Gurley or Austin Eckler? Eckler. I agree. Todd Gurley or Nick Chubb? <laughs> God, that's actually closer than that. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to say I'm Chubb. Gonna say, I'm going to say Gurley. I'm going to say Chubb here, but it's it's close. I want to put five on so many of these, but they're almost all coin flips. And that's the importance of getting your second and third round picks right this year. And the, um, it's going to give you such an advantage. Well, it always does. And the funny thing is, I mean, we say it, you, you say it's coin flip, and right now it is. And But almost for sure, it, by the time the season's over, it it won't be. Right, right. Like some guy else, someone will have like 300, 300 fantasy points, so someone will have like 180 or something. played in like six games yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's just injuries or, you know, ineffective or something like that. But yeah, there'll be some definite winners in that group, and uh, hopefully I got the right ones. Today, the Niners signed wide receivers Tavon Austin and JJ Nelson. Any interest in the Football Guys League format with either of those speedsters? No. Um, does this make you dislike? A guy like Jalen Hurd, Debo Samuel, um, anybody like that, Brandon Ayuk, the fact that the Niners are adding these two guys. Did you get the name right there? Ayuk. 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 God. <laughs> Fantasy NASDAQ on Twitter, by the way, calling me out on that. Uh, anyway, uh, so not really. Yeah, it doesn't change anything. Yeah, those guys are just, they're not really much of anything. And I guess Jalen Hurd's kind of interesting, though, because, I mean, we've talked about him a bit before, but he's interesting. He's interesting. Um... Clyde Edwards Lair took the film with the starters featured back. No veteran, um, you know, uh, precedence or anything like that for Andy Reid, Dave. It is more Clyde Edwards Lair. <laughs> yeah, you can't even get him back. That's true, exactly. Um, Lewis Riddick of ESPN said that the team is very happy with Edwards Lair's progress before the pads went on. And um, obviously, no Damian Williams there. Now you have DeAndre Washington if you want to grab him as a handcuff or whatever. There's still uh, Darwin Williams, right? Darwin Thompson. Thompson yeah, Darryl Williams. Darryl Williams. Darryl Williams. Yeah. Yeah. I knew my name today. I'm terrible. It's fine. It's whoever gets those. I was just wearing luck because I was looking at Drake Jordan. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine. The only guy that I'll ever get right in that backfield is Clyde Edwards Alert because he's got such a unique name. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tell you this right now. We have uh, the Kentucky Fantasy Football State Championship coming up in a couple of weeks. In fact, we'll be there two weeks from today. And uh, by the way, I can't wait to bid on the draft spots on Sunday via Zoom. That's going to be fun. I don't think I got enough. I got like two invites, but I, I'm in a bunch of leagues. There. Also, that, uh, it's only for full leagues. So if you're if you uh, division isn't full, okay, then I get it. Um, that's fine. By the way, I was being facetious, but I'm glad you're happy about it. Well, it's only four Testing away my Sunday, like going to trying to. That's like Phil said. Then, by the way, get the one spot and then get out of there. I should just tell him. That's what you're going to do anyway, right? I should just tell him seven hundred bucks for the first for up to seven hundred max for the one spot, then the two spot, then the three spot, then the four spot. Just, just take. I want all the top spots. I'll be honest with you. I looked at the Cincinnati bidding. Yeah. And I don't believe anybody ever touched seven hundred for any spot. Okay, so what, 500? No, it was between 5 and 6. 
All right, so I should say seven, and then I could just get it all one number one picks at first. Yeah, that would probably work. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna. I'll just, I'm right. gonna you know. Um, right, by the way, if you're in the league with me and you heard all this, that's my strategy. So it? yeah, you can't get this anywhere else. Ladies so two pick is a two pick any good? What do you think? Saquon Barkley. What's wrong with him? Yeah, that's not. Well, yeah, you know, teams are, teams are up and coming. So okay, Barkley, three pick, Camaro, Elliot. The hive mind, as Sigmund Bloom from Football Guys would say, <laughs> right, would tell you that it's Ezekiel Elliott. Right. It is not Ezekiel Elliott for me. All right, so for you, it's Camaro. So bring me the top four picks. Fine. Dalvin Cook's kind of legit five. Yeah. Right. I, and and then okay, so then you get down. This is this is actually two minus is KDS three hour. Right. Is it three hour? It's yes, three hour. Yes. yes. Um, but then you get down to Mike, the Michael Thomas, Clyde Bird, Solaire level. Or if you feel two packer ish, Miles Sanders. Yeah. So how deep how deep does it go for you? Is it top five, and then you don't want to take Thomas? No, I could, you know what? Actually, I could just be fine going anywhere in the top. I should actually do like a little sliding scale. Like the 600, 500, 400, 300, 200, 100. Yes. So, <laughs> see how it's sliding? Yes, I get it, yeah. <laughs> the obvious sign is always the middle is cheapest. I mean, there's a lot of $10, $20, $30 picks in the middle. Yeah. And I'll tell you this right now. I, I was like, you know what? I got to kind of spread myself out here for bidding on these spots. And I had done four leagues previously, um, low draft leagues, uh, some of the best balls, um, where you bid on your spot. Or not necessarily where you bid on your spot, but where you're somewhere randomized. Four leagues. I had the eight pick, and I've had three fives thus far. No, really? I will not be bidding on the five pick in any of these leagues. Get sick of it. Yeah, well, no, I want to I want to get something at the back end. I want to get something at the front end. You know, I've been hanging out with the with the five pick, so. I'm just going to take McCaffrey, and then I take Lamar Jackson at the 212 in all the leagues. Uh, I don't care. Yeah. Would you take, you would take Jackson over Mahomes. We talked about this, right? I would, but I, you know, I like Mahomes, but I think, uh, but speaking of those explosive runs I was talking about, Lamar Jackson had the most uh, rushes over 15 miles an hour and the most rushes over 20 miles an hour. And it for was, any player, right? By, for any player, yeah. and it, it really wasn't even close. I mean, like, it was like more, more than half of his runs exceeded like that minimum speed, and like the next closest person was like 30%. That's insane. 53%. Yeah. So he's essentially not coverable yeah. as a running back. I mean, he's, he's like the best running back in the NFL, but he plays quarterback. Yeah, which is great for fantasy. It's even better. Yep, and for my 212. And for your 212, when you have McCaffrey and uh, Lamar. Who's at the 312 then? I'll figure it out. Tony Gonzalez. You know, technically what you could do, and I don't know who I would take at the 312. No, at the 312-401, you take Mark Andrews. Oh, yeah. You probably, you probably, I don't. That, that's probably early for him in Kentucky. In Kentucky, yeah. But I don't think he's making it to five twelve six oh one. That's probably true. I have to look at the ADP, which you're probably right. Yeah, um, but, for sure. Right. But I know a lot of people have gone with um, um, McCaffrey and um, and Jackson yeah. and Mark Andrews. By the way, did you see Fantasy Mojo tweeted this out? Um, he looked at the most common pairing with Christian McCaffrey teams. Um, this year, can I guess? Um, yeah, can and to move position. He put out. The, he put. No, I can't because that'll give it away. Well, maybe I won't give it away. I don't know. So it's not Lamar Jackson because we just. Were... That's what everybody on his poll thought it was. Mahomes. That's not Mahomes. It's a guy we actually already talked about quite um, extensively on this program. So this episode so far. Uh, Kittle. And it's not a quarterback, and it's not a tight end. Okay, so it's either running back or receiver. It's oh. not a receiver. So it's uh. Gurley. It is Gurley. Oh, 
wow. the most common pairing with Christian McCaffrey has, has been Todd Gurley this That's, year. I mean, you know, it makes sense. I mean, he has a 304, obviously, on average right now. Well, and if Gurley has a girl year playing for Atlanta, I mean, that's a pretty, that's a pretty solid season. Mm-hmm. Denzel Mims injured his hamstring a couple of days ago, Dave, when he was running routes according to is it routes or routes. Did we have this conversation before? I say routes. Running routes. Routes would work, too, for some people. Yeah, I like routes. Oh, well, it runs the nine route. No, it's routes. My aunt. Um, okay, we don't need to go that major anything properly. <laughs> Adam Geist actually reported this. So you had a, a, a battle for the um, opposite receiver in that Jets offense to Brashad Perriman. And it was either going to be Denzel Mims or Vincent Smith. No question, Mims has the higher upside. Vincent Smith, remember him? Speed service player for Texans. I don't. He's got the really funky spelling, V-I-N-C-I-N-T. Yeah. I honestly don't think I've never It's fine. That doesn't matter. He hasn't done anything. So I guess the question here is... So maybe it's just to the guy who No, 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 not. Well, that's, I mean, let's talk about maybe bringing Demarius Thomas back. God, what a train wreck that would be. Um, but regarding Mims, does this still... I mean, does this eliminate him as a later-round flyer for you, knowing that he's a rookie and he's banged up now? With a soft tissue injury, by the way? No, I mean, it's, it's a very good leading question, uh, Counselor, but I'm going to have to say it's just not. I'm okay. still interested in Mims. Uh, it's just a, maybe maybe gets a little bit cheaper. I could treat him as a hostile witness. Yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe gets a little cheaper. I, mean, I just I don't see anyone else. I mean, they're probably just going to pray that he gets healthy because they have no one else. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's a chance that someone that they may sign someone that gets cut. I mean, that's a possibility if necessary. I don't know who posted this on Twitter, but it was um, I don't know where I saw this now on an unrelated subject. This Ronald Jones muscle muscle ad thing. So in 2019, Roto World had a blurb about... This might be Drake Jordan again. Oh, was it? Okay. Which Wild Jones summer offseason weekend was your favorite? <laughs> right. And then was it the, the whole the 2019 one and then the 2021 and then the 2021 one? Let's see. There's a 2021. So yeah, this is it. There's a 2020. So the, the 2019 and 2020 were legit. We put on like 13 pounds and then he put on 8 pounds. And then the 2021 one, we put on like 20 pounds of muscle in the offseason. Yeah. This is read this blurb. This is great. So this is this is this is in like in like the mode of a Roto World blurb, which we're all familiar with. <laughs> I haven't even read this before. So it's it's very funny. Free agent running back Ronald Jones has added thirty to thirty-five pounds of quote unquote quote muscle unquote this offseason. <laughs> Wendy's blocking Taco Bell every single day. That's what we that's what we call the triple crown, baby. Jones said. Jones who's and he famously relegated a four-string running back dues with the Bucks after the Frank Gore trade in week four of last season. Right. Seems to be sticking to his tried and true tradition of boasting about his offseason weekend once July rolls around. We typically wouldn't advocate for drafting Jones in fantasy this summer, but it's difficult to bet it against a weight game like this one. Yeah. We're grabbing you as an end of bench stash to see how this plays out. <laughs> Source, Drake Jordan on Twitter. That's great. Bravo, we, should Drake get, Jordan. we should get him on as Give, give Drake Jordan's Twitter uh, handle out again. Oh, uh, yeah, it's at Dynasty Champ One. Wow, you guys got to follow him at he's, Dynasty Champ One. There, Just you know, absolute money retweet on on, on he's, everything he tweets. Yeah, and he's so, he's so great that we you know, we we email all these pros to get into the Dynasty Pros versus wow. Pros. We had to beg him to get in, and uh, you want to? No, he said he's too good for it. But uh, luckily, he had to lower his standards to high six. Yeah, we, we, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so, well, to the two fifty, he wanted twenty five hundred one. Um. But anyway, we're not at the 250, so we appreciate it. Thanks. Speaking Thanks. of 
Speaking of bulking up, uh, Kyler Murray's actually put on some muscle weight uh, this offseason. Yeah. Um, he said he wasn't trying to, but he said, you know, he's getting older and he's just becoming more mature, obviously, and working out a lot more. Um, so it just happened. Um, and uh, I, I'm just curious to your thoughts on a weight gain for a quarterback who's been very mobile and a favorite of yours last year, by the way. Yes, uh, I liked him in Dynasty. It's so love him in Dynasty. Um, He's, he's not cheap, though, that's for sure. Right. He wasn't so, cheap last year. Yeah, he's not even cheap. Um, so what um, what do, you, do they say what you gain or what he weighs now? He said uh, the exact quote here. Put on some weight or whatever. I didn't go into the offseason saying I need to put on 10 pounds or however many pounds I put on. That's all, you know, it makes sense. He came to the NFL young. He actually looked a little bit, I don't want to say lean or slight, because he wasn't. But right. he was not a bulky guy. Um, I was a bulky guy this year. I, love he, I think he's fine. I mean... You know, I mean, you look at Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, you know, got married, had a kid, or whatever. He looks like he's chunked up just a just a teensy bit. Uh, you don't want him to get to be where Russell Wilson's at. Although Wilson's still in really good, you know, pretty fine shape. Yeah, but um, you know, his face is a little bit puffier, you know, than it used to be. But I, I think that Murray's father would have that to you. Dude. I, I hate those, man. It's a sympathy weight. So I, I think for Murray, it's fine. I think he'll be. Uh, he's kind of just growing into being an adult, really. Um, he also said. That he thinks Hopkins, Kirk, and Fitzgerald all have the chance to post thousand yard receiver, a thousand yard seasons this year. Dave, I agree with Kyler Murray. I think they have a chance to post that. I don't think it's a high probability. I think Fitzgerald is like more like a five hundred to six hundred yard receiver at this point of his career. I don't think Kirk gets it either. Yeah, I don't think Kirk gets it either. I think Hopkins might actually do all right, though. I mean, I, you know, he's a consummate pro. I know I've, I've kind of poo-pooed picking him at some of the spots because I prefer, like, Aaron Jones where he goes. But I think Hopkins will still have a fine year. Uh, I don't think we talked about this. In fact, I know we didn't. Uh, Josh Jacobs said this past Wednesday his goal for 2020 is to catch at least 60 balls. Now, I was on Fantasy Alarm uh, with Howard Bender and Jim Bowden on Thursday evening. And um, Howard asked me this. He said, uh, try or false, Eric Balkman says Josh Jacobs will catch at least 60 balls this year. And, and um, be, well, I'll just ask you. Um, when Howard, it wasn't even a question, it was more of a statement, and I had to say true or false. So if I, well, let's pull, I'll pose, I'm not going to tell you what I said, but I'll pose it to you. Dave Gozak, true or false, Josh Jacobs is going to catch at least 60 balls this year. I have to say false. And that was my answer. Yeah. It's fun to have that goal, <laughs> and it's it's fun to, it's good to set goals, obviously, for anything you do in life. <laughs> But so this is a philosophical discussion. I mean, 60 balls, dude. I mean, for, it's important to write it down. Write down your, write down your goals. That's big. That's right. Um, so here's the thing with, with uh, Josh Jacobs. The Raiders have already, have they not publicly, Gordon or somebody in the organization has publicly said, we want Josh Jacobs on the field more. This is a guy who went off the field on third down a ton last season. Um, and when the Raiders were winning games, Josh Jacobs, man, enjoy the ride. When they were losing games, woe is you because you didn't get a good fantasy performance from him. Um, my question is, when you're trying to keep this guy in game shape, you're trying to keep him healthy all season, you want to save the wear and tear, what's, again, what's the impetus to putting him on the field on third down 
when you have a pretty talented pass catcher in Jalen Richard, who's already demonstrated that he owns that skill, and two, they went out and signed Devontae Booker from the Broncos. And say what you will about Devontae Booker. Oh, I will. He's not very good at, at most of the things a running back needs to do, but you know what he does pretty well? Catch passes. Well, I'll tell you the reason why is because they think that uh, Jacobs and I mostly agree with him is a playmaker. Jalen Shard is just a he's a very decent pass catching back. He's really not all that great, just in general. I mean No, not as a running back. No. Yeah, so I mean Jacobs is way better. I mean he's just a much better player. He's he is much more likely, if he can be a three down back, to help them win games, to score touchdowns. He's one of their best playmakers on the team. Yeah. Um I mean, when you have, when they have a receiver, they have, you know, Tyrell Williams, they got, you know, Ruggs. With Ryan Edwards. Yeah. Ryan Edwards. Yeah, yeah, these guys might be playmakers, but they're still super young. Right. And then you have Darren Morris. I mean, he's really good, obviously, as well. But uh, Jason Witten, by the way, on that team, too. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, really, Jacobs is kind of – Derek Carr is not fantastic. He's just, no, he's not. So, I mean, he's kind of the centerpiece of their offense. If you can keep him on the field all three downs, I think – I do think, by the way, I said false, but I think he's got a shot to – I think he's got a chance to catch 60, and I think he will catch like 45 to 50. And I think he's worth a late first-round pick. I like Jacobs this year. There was a meme on Twitter, and again, I'm terrible at remembering this stuff, so I apologize. It Jordan. <laughs> Maybe it was Jack Jordan, quite frankly. I don't know. But it was, it was a picture of a gun – like a pistol, yeah. and then a, a gigantic bullet that had that was like bigger than the pistol itself, and somebody was trying to jam it in there. Mm-hmm. And the, there was an arrow pointing to the gun that said Derek Carr, and then an arrow to the bullet saying Derek Carr's weapons. It's <laughs> <laughs> totally true, you know. Um, but okay, so um, in any event, Josh Jacobs is essentially he's going at the back end of the first round, right? And I'm, yeah, I'm sort of asking he, myself this. He, he is, but sometimes he falls to that mid-second. You see, oh, no, 204 right now. 204, yeah. So you see him. So, I mean, if he falls, you know, 204, if that's his average, sometimes he might fall at 209, 210. I mean, I think he's fallen at 207 within the last four days in at least one football guy's draft. Okay. Well, you know what? That's interesting. That means he's really, t- that's a pretty tight window for him, then. So he's really probably going at 202 or 207. Uh, because he is a feature back on a team. You know, the offense isn't that bad. And Carter could be all right. Josh Jacobs or Kenyon Drake? Oh, God. Yes. I'm taking Drake for what it's worth. Yeah. Um, shoot. I don't know. I think I'm going to I'm gonna have to take Drake, too. Mixon or Jacobs? Mixon. I agree. Um, you take it's close on Drake. And- I'm going to take Derek Henry over him, too. But- yeah, well, even though he doesn't catch a ton of passes. Neither does Josh Jacobs. Jack, he does. Okay, let's see. Let's we'll see. Well, they, they, you could be right. Josh Jacobs or, or neither one of our boy, Nick Chubb. Um, Jacobs. <sighs> yeah, I think so. Josh Jacobs or the anti-Josh Jacobs, Austin Eckler. <laughs> I'm going to take Jacobs. I think I'm taking Jacobs here. All right, let's keep that conversation on the Raiders here, Dave. This is something I guess I either forgot about or didn't realize. Tyrell Williams actually had plantar fasciitis, and he's doing daily maintenance on that right now. Now? Yeah. Um, he had it? When, last year? Really? This is, I'm going to get to the story right now here. This, By the way, this was... Uh, I want to thank football guys for uh, all this uh, great knowledge from their news blogger here. Vic Tafur. Taffer, I don't know how to pronounce him. He's a longtime Raiders beat writer. Oh, yeah. He tweeted out Wednesday, Tyler Williams said, quote, he's over the hump, end quote, with his two burning feet. Doesn't know why the plantar fasciitis finally cleared up, what? but is doing daily maintenance to make sure soreness stays away. 
You have, you have daily maintenances for plantar fasciitis? Must. No, it's, it's it's putting two tennis balls under your feet. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like nothing. I mean, what is, that's the maintenance. I had I had it before. You're just supposed to, like, stretch out the muscle or whatever, so you just pull So this doesn't ball. concern you, then? No, it actually does concern me. It took this long to actually get supposedly over it. He's not a young man, I guess. He's um, not that old. What is he, 28, 29? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Are you looking it up or am I? I am. You look it up. Okay, so let's just say that you have a problem with Tyrell Williams now, which, by the way, as far as his uh, ADP goes. 28. He's 28 years old. When does he turn 29? February 12th. Uh, wide receiver 20, Wide receiver 81. Yeah, I got it. Wide receiver 81. That's pretty cheap. 18, 10. You still on board with him there? Yeah, I, think I am too. At that point, I am. Um, he's 4 2 5 and he's a pretty talented player. Do you like Edwards or Ruggs for redraft this year in like a football guys contest, even though that they're rookies? I would consider both of them in different spots. But you're going to have to because they're going at different spots. Ruggs is going at the 10 6 and uh, Edwards. Well, that, that seems expensive for Ruggs. 17 0 I would tell you, I would look at Edwards versus. Would you go back to back Edwards and Williams? I've done crazier stuff. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah, I'm actually excited about doing that in Kentucky now. <laughs> All right, now this might throw a monkey wrench into the whole problems. Victor Fur, who uh, covers the Raiders for the Athletic, says um, Aguilar will... Get more confident in the name. Well, yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> will, quote, do enough in this offense to make fantasy owners of Ruggs, Williams, and Renfro upset. Who is this? This is Victor Fur. The I don't know what he's talking about. talking about Nelson Aguilar, the guy who couldn't catch anything oh, in God. Philly. Yeah, come on. They're done with Aguilar, right? Yep. And this does not affect anything with how you feel about the other Raiders receivers. Uh, correct. I, well, I mean, there's a chance that he does something. I just don't think it's. I just don't think it's going to happen. You know, I, read, I know he talked about Le'Veon Bell earlier. I just want to get this out there. He wants to. He's at two, two ten, two fifteen right now for his weight. He says he wants to stay there, and he says he improved his conditioning this past off season. Did you hear about this midnight boxing he's doing? This year, or he's been doing this offseason. No, tell me about this. And who's this year? Le'Veon Bell. You know, he's doing his normal training, obviously, and, and taking good care of himself. But then I guess like at 10 or 11 at night, he goes down to some gym and he works out with this boxing trainer and he boxes sometimes until like 1 in the morning. Wow. Dude, he's, a, he's, first of all, he's crazy. And we all knew that. Possibly in a good way, though. So in, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he channels his, his Antonio Brown craziness into, into exercise. Yeah. Who was good crazy in the NFL? George Kittle? It might be. It must be. Maybe it's not Yeah, I don't know. Who's, who else is good crazy? I'm trying to think of anybody who has just insane workout routines, and, and I don't. Or who's just, uh, you know, McCaffrey's kind of that way, it seems like. But he, and, and he's vigilant, but he but so now he would never midnight box because he's got to get his 14 hours of sleep. That's true. He's like, oh, he's got his whoop on. He's going to sleep for 10 hours. And, What's know. a whoop? Oh, that thing, yeah, that's right on the rest. Thomas wears the roof. Oh, does he really? Yeah. Is that a dealership or a sponsorship with them? I don't know if he does or not, but they're, they're doing the COVID, they're doing COVID nineteen testing for the NFL as part of their. They, they actually monitor respiratory rate. Yeah, that I did hear about. Yeah. All right, I don't, let's see if you heard about this. Um, apparently, Frank Reich says he's going to use the hot hand at running back. Ah, good old Frank Reich. In the- he says Marlon Max is starter, but the team's not afraid to use the hot hand at the position. Now, here's what I take from this. Yes. If Marlon Mack was the starter, you answer the reporter's question saying Marlon Mack is a starter, and you leave it at that. If Marlon Mack 
it does not have a stranglehold on this job, you leave yourself an out and you say, eh, we might go with the hot hand from time to time. Right, yeah. To me, this just is, it's, it's a perfect way for the door to be kept open for Jonathan Taylor. We talked to Frank LaPrade about this several weeks ago, who's the Jonathan Taylor super fan. And I got to believe, even though he's a rookie, uh, he might get off to a slow start. I still would rather, I think, again, unless his value gets crazy out of control, and, and I don't think it's there yet, I'd rather have Taylor and invest in him rather than where Mac is going. Well, I would too, but I, I, I think I might not prefer to be drafting Colts running backs this year. You know, with the pandemic going on, uh, Mac's going to have some sort of a role. Taylor's expensive. I mean, he's a really good back, but he's expensive. And and he's still Hines, still, still, yeah. Yeah, they're still talking up Naheem Hines all the time. Again, if I dump, so now if I get rid of all the Patriots backs, except for James White, I get rid of... Uh, the Indian, Indianapolis running backs. And what was the other team that we want to get rid of all their running backs? Because they're England, uh, Washington. Yeah. So it's like 12 running backs, three teams. Yeah. Easy. I was just saying James White, so one of those guys. Um, Sean McVay, Salman Hard Knocks. Uh, what a them? Oh, yeah, he had beautiful. I mean, by the way, Hard Knocks was, was so um, – I really enjoyed it. I, I, did I, could watch, I could watch that episode like 10 times. That was great. It was, it was one of the most entertaining episodes I've ever seen in that series. It's just refreshing to see football again, too. Yeah, yeah it for sure was. Um, yeah, we know it's a normalcy a little bit. We know Sean McVay likes to sip rosé <laughs> while looking out over the San Fernando Valley or wherever that is. Yeah, he had he has a money view. Good for him. Um, apparently, he was approached by ESPN to try to get him in the television booth this offseason. That, yeah. That's kind of bizarre. I mean, it's, it's, it's hilarious, actually. And why would, you know... How desperate are you for uh, but, you know, Monday Night Football? I guess that makes a little bit of sense because you just never know where a person's at in life. You know, for example, like maybe he's like... He's what's like, and then all says is no, and then that's it. Right, right. I mean, so if he's like totally into coaching, but if he's like, you know what, I made my $30 million, and, you know, I got my hot young wife here, and I, I just want to relax. I mean, that would be a way to do it. I mean, he could he could probably announce for the next... You know, he could, sign a t- he could probably sign a 10-year huge contract with ESPN right away at this, you know... And yeah. made not as much money, but made like fifty million or something, maybe. Um. Yeah, you know, you're probably right. Did you see the Monday Night Football booth this year? Uh, no. So Brian, Brian Greasy, Lewis Riddick, and Steve Levy taking over for Booger and uh, Joe Tessitore and um, who's the guy? Who's that guy in there last year? I don't know. can't remember. Oh, was it Witten? No, Witten played last year, didn't he? Yeah. I, you know, I actually oh, it was him and Booger it was Tessator and Booger because Booger moved up from the side I didn't mind Booger actually much. I thought he was alright I mean some people hated him I don't know I, 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 didn't, I didn't hate him but he didn't do much for me I mean yeah he had, lots, he had stupid comments which I kind of appreciated some right and I'll say this too I don't really care about announcers that much some people are like fanatical about it I'm just kind of like whatever you know well, a lot of times you're watching you're not even paying attention no I'm not and I'm like talking to my friends or or you know like the the, the, the sound is on mute so I, I don't yeah I couldn't yeah. Couldn't care less about that. Yeah. All right. I want to wind things up here, um, Dave, and just a couple more things here. Uh, T.Y. Hilton passed his physical on Wednesday. He was activated from the NFI list. But this is a hamstring injury. Uh, any concern here for a guy who's going on 31 who's had soft tissue injuries before? Yeah, a little bit. There's a concern there, I think. He, you want to guess where he's going this year? I think we had this conversation already. Oh, uh, yeah. We, we've been paying attention. We should know. It's like he's always at the turn. So, uh, Not this year. <laughs> No, he's not. Okay. Um, Wide receiver six, 28. 6.09. 6.04. Shoot. 
Who's the other head this year? Which banged up receiver would you rather have this year? They're going back to back, counting their green, you better have green. Okay. I can guess, right? I mean, how many, you know, it's a single person. The word in AG Green is positive. You know, uh, what's his name? You know, Joe the Gopher? Joe Burrow? Why is he the Gopher? Because he burrows. <laughs> he, uh, he loves AJ Green. He thinks he's, he's like, oh, you're so explosive, blah, 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 blah. I still prefer Tyler Boyd because uh, he's safer. But uh, AJ Green, yeah, I, Boyd and Green together, that would be all right. Uh, yeah, it'd be awesome, for sure. Um, Philip Lindsay, we talked about this um, earlier. That's why I didn't like Melvin Gordon, is because I actually think Philip Lindsay. I like him. Go ahead. That's just bad news. Muscle watch. He's put on 10 pounds of muscle. He says he feels good and he feels fast. Remember that he's probably, he's honestly probably a better back than Gordon. All right. So I, I have a couple of things to say about this, but let's talk about Lindsay here first. Um, he had that really bad wrist injury, which obviously prevents you from catching balls. And um, he, it's not, he's not dealing with it this year. Um, he's put on the muscle, which we're, we're concerned with. Is this guy big enough to take the pounding? Somehow he did this first two years, but added bad is always a good thing. Um, I was listening to the Football Guys podcast, and um, the regular this might have been Damon Lammy and, and I think it was a preseason watch this episode and they were talking about how they didn't believe that the Chargers used Melvin Gordon properly when when he was in San Diego and Los Angeles they had you know he's a very fast running back as we all know and they had him instead of getting him to space and having him run outside they had him slamming between the tackles quite frequently well it's interesting though but, you know, just to refute that a little bit Aaron Jones is one of the best running backs in the NFL between the tackles right. He's also a really fast running back. Right. Well, I'm not saying fast guys can't um, operate between the tackles. And maybe but, I'm, but I'm not saying all of them can. Right, yeah, maybe one is a different way. Right. It's just different. And, and now there's in Denver, different scheme, different offense, different philosophy. Maybe this is how you uncork them. Now, to, to, to refute my refutement, that's even a word. Um, because you're making your own steel man argument. Yeah, I am. Um, you know, how good is Lindsay when they went out to get Melvin Gordon? You know what I mean? And I listen. I mean, this is Denver. Yeah. You know, the, the, the GM is an idiot. <laughs> John Elway? Yeah, the big, huge teeth. He looks as dumb as he He is as dumb as he looks. I mean, yeah. he's, a, he's a terrible GM. He's like, oh, we're this really awesome, undrafted free agent running back that we're paying Jack crap to. Why don't we spend a ton of money on Melvin Gordon for no reason? Well, it wasn't that much. It was like two years, $20 million. I, To me, that's not a ton. Well, for running back, it's not cheap. But my less. I, I just, I don't, I don't get it. Well, he has the veteran offensive weapon they have on that team. He does. They, they don't have – it's a super young team, including the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, will Juwan James opt out uh, of the season? They're starting right tackle. And now the guy who's going to be competing with Garrett Bowles, who's been largely a first-round bust at left tackle, is going to have to go – I can't remember his name. He's going to have to play right tackle. And the left tackle situation is pretty bad with Garrett Bowles. So oh, the right. offensive line is not great there. Um, I just find it funny how hard is it to switch from one side to the other. But anyway. Well, no, it's not It's not a matter of switching. I don't think they wanted Bill starting. Right, I got you. And, yeah, it is one to have the other guy. Right, exactly, yeah. Um, all right, so let's move on to Miami. Cameron Wolf, who is a big writer for the Dolphins there, has pegged uh, the top two running backs there for touches this year. 50% to Jordan Howard, 35% to Matt Breda. Dave, I'm still on Breda, even though it's a 15% uh, just, yeah, just a random whatever. Yeah, riffraff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Robert signs there. Barry Sanders, whoever. Did you say that story about Barry Sanders about the fan mail? No. Um, he they, they found a bunch of fan mail. I, I don't know if it was at Lions headquarters or something. 
and it was all these fan letters to Barry Sanders from you know kids and people when he was when he saw on the team they gave him to Barry Sanders. Now, open? Yeah, and now Sanders is like answering all these kids, and now wow. adults, obviously. That's so cool. Yeah, it's very cool. It was a great story on ESPN. Check it out. Um, yeah, so um, Brett is going ahead of Howard in football guys' drafts, and I'm still on board with that because I think the value of Brutus touches are going to be better than the value of Jordan Howard's touches. Uh, you know, you might be right. I don't, I, I, it doesn't sound like you're too eager to agree with me, though. Well, you know, I disagree, I guess. Uh, yeah, Brett just Brutus is not getting me all that excited. I don't, I don't feel like, I don't feel like in week twelve of an FFPC, if I was playing an FFPC main event, right, uh-huh. and uh, I'm in the semifinals of the playoffs. And I look across, I look at my team, I have my starters, and I look across at my opponent, and I'm like, oh, Matt Breida. Okay. Damn it, damn it. Did you got to go against Matt Breida tonight. Yeah, well, this, this is the worst. The way you're framing this is not good. <laughs> I mean, my, my point is, Matt Breida, is, I don't think he's a league winner. I don't really think he's much of anything that matters. And, and So I'm not scared of him, I'm, and I'm not going to probably have him on my team. Okay, that's fine. He probably will be on some of my team. He's already on some of my teams. Or whatever. Well, I mean, I don't like you know, the thing is, it's like, you know, it, it, this is another way to think about the football guys podcast that they bring up. And Cecil Lamy brings this up a lot. You know, just because you draft a guy at a certain spot doesn't mean you have to count on him all season. Right. You may only need an eighth-round pick for three or four games. You know, you may only need um, uh, your, your number four receiver for, like, uh, two weeks or something like that. You don't know. It's all about, like, you got to get your suds right. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. those are the guys you want to focus on. Yeah, every you got DJ Shark last year in the 19th round. Right, yeah. Starting or whatever. Right. Yeah, and that's awesome because it's like a cheat code when you can hit on those late-round guys, which is so important. I want to talk about the opposite of a late-round guy, Alvin Kamara, and we'll wrap it up here. Um, he told reporters on Monday that he, quote, I don't know what this means. He tore his knee. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's... I'm out. Yeah. But that, that happened in week six, and then he said... he oh, this was last year. He dealt with it the whole season. He said it didn't require surgery, but he spent a ton of time this past offseason rehabbing it. Um, did not, never played it uh, full and healthy at 100% for the rest of the season. And I, you know how I feel about Kamara. I think he's in for a big-time uh, bounce back this year. He only scored uh, six touchdowns. I think he's he's going to be massive, and I'm taking him ahead of Ezekiel Elliott. And I have taken him ahead of Ezekiel Elliott already. Yeah, I can see that. I can, I can see where one can go one direction or the other on Elliott versus Kamara. So it makes a lot of sense, and uh, I got no problem with that. All right. So, so who's your top, just curiously, who's your, let's say you bond these spots, you get the three pick. Uh, at this point, I'm, I, I think they're close enough where I'm still, I'm a little bit hedging between the two. I, I think they're, uh, I think it's pretty close. I guess if, I, if, if Elliot right now is the consensus, I would probably take Elliot because I haven't spent a ton of time on yeah, him. So we just default to the consensus. And, and then if you had five, it would be Cook, is what you're saying? Yeah, if it was top four one, it would be Cook, yeah. Just to, just to confirm, where is Edwards Hilaire here in the first round for you? Is he seven? Is he eight? He's, he's okay, so I have to figure out, for me personally, again, because I've been doing many drafts, but I have to figure out Edwards, Hiller, Mixon, and Sanders all in that three running back mix. And after them is Derrick Henry for me. Okay. So does that make sense? Yeah. And, and that, well, I'll tell you. Okay, so I got the top five with Cook. And then Michael Thomas is not that I don't, I, I think he's a fine receiver, but he's kind of like, he'd be after those three running backs, maybe around where Henry is. So, I mean, I, I, I would probably just not get Michael Thomas. Here's the first round of football guys drafts mm-hmm. right now. On average, over the last four days, McCaffrey, Barkley, Elliott, Kamara, Thomas, Dalvin Cook, 
Okay, so Thomas is going right ahead of Cook. Then you have Kelsey, obviously tight end premium, at the seven. Edwards, Alaire, Miles Sanders. Mm-hmm. Then Derrick Henry. Then Mixon. No. Devontae Adams. Oh, then, then Joe Mixon. Right. And then that's 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 your first round, essentially. So yeah, I think I like Mixon more than the consensus, which is weird because I used to hate him. I, you know, I just look at it. Just, there's so many weapons there. Their offensive line, is a, it's a totally different animal and a better animal than it was last year. So I, 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 I'm a fan. Mark me down. I'm down with Joe Mixon this right. year. In fact, I'll probably get him in a couple of weeks in Kentucky. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's because I'm having one pick of your freaking draft. Yeah. That is going to do it uh, for this week. I want to thank Dan Grozak, the FFPC, Rob, uh, Bryce, uh, even though they didn't do anything tonight, and, of course, each and every one of you. All right. So, I think Blog Talk Radio yeah, for sudden train wreck. It was a server issue. Right? To happen, yeah. To, to happen, we were going to go until about eight minutes before the show was scheduled to start. So unfortunate. All right. So Scott Kobe and Michael Nazrick, um, we're going to try to get them on for a special podcast this week. There probably won't be a chat room for it, but we'll get it up on the BTR feed. And uh, wherever you download your podcast, it'll be there as well. If you need me to be in, I can actually probably do that with you. I would. I wouldn't worry about it. I, I will take care of it. Um, all right. So then, the other thing I want to bring up is uh, next week. Next week's show. Um, we'll have our annual Kentucky Fantasy Football State Championship preview show. Working on aligning a couple of guests for that show. We have one booked already. Do you want to guess who that is? Oh, we guess. Does he have a southern accent? He's going to be on things there. Farrell Elliott right. will be on the show next week at 10, 9 Central. Book those flights and those rooms uh, for Las Vegas. And remember, save $400 on each additional FFPC main event team. We are looking right now, I would say, at one, uh, 52 hours until the main event draft slot, uh, early draft slot deadline expires for our second round, number two. Yep. Um, so if you want, to get in and get your draft slot on Wednesday, make sure you're signing up by Monday. Four left for the midnight. Show. That's going to happen. May be the hell, people. We're looking for four of them. Four horsemen to join the <laughs> midnight draft tonight. Yours truly will be hanging out with you in there. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, in addition to the main event, check out the Football Guys Players Championship, the Terminator, the Super Bracket, Best Ball Leagues, High Stakes Leagues we have going on in Las Vegas, and of course, all the Dynasty Startups. Dave already told you to sign up for the midnight draft, so I won't tell you to do that again. Uh, your weekend officially starts now. Thanks for listening, everybody. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.